Hello and welcome. This is Song Stories Quiet Stories podcast, episode one, Tortilla Tale, from the musical Tales of Tila. I'm your host, Carolyn Merced. We'll have a special guest with us these next seven episodes. I wish she could stay with us longer, but that could only happen if you relatives out there sent me more stories. Are you ready to get your Spanglish on? What? Oh, here she is. Hola, this is Tila Miera Trujillo. Actually, it's her granddaughter, La Carolina, pretending to be me. She's too shy to use her own voice to just be herself. But because of her, some of you have listened to my stories and my tales and wondered, why in the heck would she do something like that? My life was ordinary. My first batches of tortillas were crispy until I prayed for help. I argued with my mother. And when they sent me away to boarding school in Santa Fe in 1916 to make something of my life, I stole peanut butter from the cafeteria. I didn't learn to drive and never traveled further away than California. And most of the houses I lived in were adobe, mud. Nowadays in New Mexico, you pay more money for the kind of house I lived in. I left in 1971. My husband, Juan Manuel, had already been gone three years. I was diabetic and my heart was failing. Carolina was 13 years old. She let me have her bedroom for a few months so her mother, my daughter Nora, could take care of me for before I spent my last days in the hospital. My heart eventually stopped. If you've listened to my musical story, Tales of Tila, you might remember that I wrote things down before I left. It's harder to get things down on paper after you leave. You can whisper and talk into someone's ear all you want, but the living always wonder whether it really is you speaking to them or just their imagination. So here you have it, the story behind my stories. Carolina was always interested in our past and inherited the family history records. She found my personal history that I wrote when I was 57, which included my crispy tortilla tale, which you have to admit is a pretty good story to begin a story with. Somewhere out there in my family's possession is an old, blurry, unflattering black and white photo of me as a teen holding a shovel, working in the garden. It's in that garden where my first tale begins. Listen. If I told you what my name was, I doubt you would believe me. My ancestors came from Spain thus. The name that's always pleased me Compelling as my story reads You'll never hear me praise these weeds My name rolls nimbly off the tongue Far better spoken than its song Maria Otila Domitira Miera Call me Tila Yes, Mama!
my mother's name. Ella no haría. I call her mamá. María Otila Domitila Miera María Otila gets to labor in la tierra Señorita Miera has no choice of what to do After all I was born in the year 1902 1902 in the village of Taos, New Mexico Territory It is 64 miles north of Santa Fe, which is 64 miles north of Albuquerque. They say it is 7,000 feet above the level of the ocean, but do not ask me how they figured that one out. All I know is that the air is so dry that you get nosebleeds all the time, and if you do not keep your tortillas covered, they... Speaking of tortillas... I was already making them by the time our territory became a state in 1912. Of course, my little brother Victor would disagree and tell you that the round, thin, white things I was making were crackers. They were crispy. Good heavens! I was only ten when our parents left me and Victor alone to ourselves during the day while they went to work way over in Arroyo Seco. I was in charge of taking care of him and the bread-making. Late in the afternoon when my parents and older brothers came home from working in the fields, Lino and Moises were hungrier and meaner than ever. They would grab my tortillas that I had been slaving over for hours, break them, eat them, then act like they were choking and beg for water. One day they called my tortillas crackers one too many times. I ran out into the garden, and there, in between the rows of corn, where no one but the angels could see me, I sank down to my knees, wishing to be bolder. I begged, dear father, please, why could I not be older? That Lino and that Moises, they do taunt me so. Their teasing and their voices are haunting me, oh. I ask of you, my father dear, I ask of you to interfere. And while I am in the garden, may I ask this question, why do tortillas harden? I trust that you know best then, Mama must have told me the correct way to make them But I fear that she will scold me And help the boys to break them Dear Padre, please be listening, please As I'm down here on my knees I will drown here on my knees I'm a clown here On my knees. Tears have never done me much good. Mama pities no one. So I pulled myself together and went back inside the house. I felt the same. Nothing was different. Nada. The next day, by the time I started making tortillas, it was already getting late, and I expected my brothers and mis padres, my parents, to come home in the wagon any minute. 
Victor, my tag-along, will tell you that the reason we got home so late from school, la escuela, was because we went home the long way through ranchitos to see and ride my best friend Lile's new palomino. She's selling her white Arabian, and I need a white horse. Anyway, I had to hurry, but I took great care to measure the ingredients without making a mistake. Six cups flour, some baking powder, salt, manteca, lard, and water. I even washed my hands and kneaded the dough delicately. Victor, the stove is not hot enough! More wood! I rolled out each tortilla as if I were going to enter it in the state fair in Albuquerque. Our state did not have a fair then, but I liked to pretend. As the last tortilla was cooking on the stove, I heard them coming. Not wanting to be ridiculed again, I hid the tortillas in a folded towel made from a flour sack and got the heck out of the kitchen. Next thing I know, Lino yells, Who on earth made the bread today? I ran into the kitchen and was about to clobber him with a rolling pin. This is the last time I ever make tortillas for this family. You think it is so easy, you try making them and having people gag on them and laughing in your face. No, Tita is not visiting us from Santa Fe. Why do you ask such a silly question? Our older married sister Tita makes tortillas that you could get cravings for. What I failed to notice during my ranting and raving was that the entire familia now seated at the table, each holding a tortilla, was suddenly now able to bend and to wrap, encircle and entwine los frijoles. My tortillas, thanks to him, were now divine to bend and to wrap those delectable frijoles. Tortillas by Tila were now up for parole. Parole. It rhymes. You think it is so easy. Why don't you try writing a song about tortillas and beans and having people gag on it and laughing in your face? Well, they sent me to boarding school. Mama was weary of all the traveling in the wagon every day. Now that the boys were older, Papa didn't rely on her help working the fields. She could stay home now and take over the household duties that had taken me much too long to master. We didn't get along. My friend Lilia's parents talked her into letting me go. I went. In closing, let me ask, what did other kids tease you about when you were growing up? Did you ever pray for help? If so, what kind of answers did you get? What were your household duties when you were a child? Come back next time to listen to me battle with my conscience at the school. Find out who wins the battle. Do you want to hear the other musical stories too? La Carolina told me to tell you where to find them in order to buy them in two different places. This is what you should do. Write this down so you don't forget. Go to iTunes on the internet. Don't ask me what that is. I don't know. I tell you, I've been gone 47 years. 
Search for Caroline Merced. I will spell it for you. C A R O L Y N M U R S E T. Then look for the little brown square with my picture on it with the words Tales of Tila. You'll know what to do from there. From what I hear lately, a three year old could show you how. You can buy all seven of my tales separately, but save your money. Get the whole thing together. By the way, that's a good photo of me on the iTunes, isn't it? That was taken when Nora was a baby in 1930. My hair is combed nicely, and I'm not holding a shovel. <laughs> This is the other place to find the stories. It's on that internet that I just told you about, only. It's a website. I don't know what that is either. I'm just telling you what La Carolina told me. And the website is. Are you listening? MyCarolineMerced.com. I will spell it for you M Y C A R O L Y N M U R S E T dot com. She says people never spell her name the right way, and that's why I had to spell it out for you. For some reason, all those letters have to be lowercase and not capital letters. If you can't find it on the internet, then I don't know what to tell you. One last thing she also told me to tell you to subscribe to this podcast. I'm guessing you know what that means. Is that like when you order a magazine or a newspaper? Anyway, it's been nice talking to you. I'll come back in a couple of weeks. You've just listened to Song Stories Podcast, Episode 1 Tortilla Tale from the musical Tales of Tila with your host, Carolyn Merced, a.k.a. La Carolina. <laughs>